or what, but... Wait. So you basically stole two chickens. Oh, we're live. Well, yeah, I, I didn't steal it. Welcome to the Sweets podcast here at the Charter House. I'm not a. I don't. Offices. I don't check the bag at the at the window. Um, but I felt the bag was a lot bigger than just two fries. We're going old school podcast today. Where it literally is a Friday after work podcast, recording on a Friday morning. We need your help out there. We are just we're, winging we're, it. We're, we're, we're just dragging ass, man. Charter like, let's, let, let's just let's just be honest with the people listening to this, man. I've had one of the worst weeks of my life. I've been sick all, all week until yeah. today. Today's my first day back. Nick, what's wrong with you? I get nothing. I have no complaints. Alex, Alex Trebek's dead. I mean, it's been a terrible week, He's not dude. dead. I mean, he's got pancreatic stage 4 cancer. He's as good as gone. But, you know, he's not dead yet. That seems a little insensitive. <clears throat> well, I mean. Well, he ain't listening. I'm a I'm a realist and and sadly he'll he'll likely be gone within a year. But it's uh it's tragic. It happens. But uh, that was sad news this week. Can you find a replacement for that show? Oh, I'm sure like, they'll yeah, they'll well, like they're going they'll, to, but you know, yeah, like yeah. The thing how many different like accents he had to do with different languages and stuff, like that's he was kind of a jack of all trades there. I mean that show will definitely go on. <laughs> that thing's a cash cow, man. They'll they'll yeah. they'll keep rolling, but Drew yeah, that, that's the one you don't want—the old pancreatic right. cancer uh, one. That's the bad one. So, not that any of them are good. God, I didn't. <laughs> what? You didn't know? You didn't know about it? No, I knew about it. I just. No, I'm, I'm fine. It's just, just fitting the week of you know your car break-ins and floods and keeps freaking snowing and snow and our team sucks. sucks. It's like this has just been the worst week ever, dude. And guess what, listeners? You're gonna take it. <laughs> All right, you are going to take it. We're going to try. We're going to try to come up with something interesting and fun to talk about today. I did ask people to to tweet at us if uh, this always goes better when uh, Chris asks because people actually follow him. You want me to retweet it? Uh, but uh, uh, you can if you'd like. Uh, the first one we got back was, how, how stoked are you guys for the Jonas Brothers getting back together? That's actually breaking news. I did not even know that was happening, to be honest. I didn't know they weren't together. What do the Jonas Brothers do? <clears throat> uh, singers. Joe Jonas, Nick Jonas. I remember, I've heard of Nick Jonas. Kevin Jonas. They were huge back in the uh, Hannah Montana era. How yeah. many Jonas size, Jonases, Jonais are there? Uh, total? Well, in there's the three, band, there's, in the three, and Jonas three. There's three, yeah. But no, they were they were huge. I mean, they never had one song that I thought, oh, that's a great, great song. They, they weren't were, huger than Hanson. Hanson's a great band. I always liked Hanson. I'm never, yeah, afraid to admit that. Hanson, I liked Hanson, and they still tour. Boom bop. That wasn't even boom da bop. That was not their best song. A do a do op. Um, bop. Did you have Little their? Did you have their doo. CD? Uh, n- nope, never had a Hanson CD. The compact so. disc. <laughs> you just downloaded it on Napster. Are you guys still going to Kansas City tomorrow, next week? Or are you all just like just depleted from the clones? Well, to answer part two first, uh, I am depleted by the clones. I mean, it's just <laughs> insert insert fart noise, dude. I mean, what in the hell? And I know, Chris, you're not in the mood to talk about how no, bad we, we suck. Talk about whatever we, we want, man. But we suck, dude. Yeah. I mean, we we are just atrocious garbage right now, and I'm sorry. I know it's yeah, the players. They're doing whatever. Atrocious. The players are doing the best they can. Fine. I'll blame, blame Prome. I'll blame Prome. I'm fine with that. Atrocious garbage. 
Yeah, I, I don't I don't get it, man. I don't get it. And and here's what sucks. And the, here's here's the cynicism in me. You've said repeatedly, Chris, and I uh, I believe you when you say this uh, that Prome is a, a very good guy. Yeah, he is. Uh, salt of the earth. I think he does want to make men out of these guys. I think he wants to be a coach that uh, cares about them and prepares them for the rest of their lives and all of that. And that's good. I don't want to say that you shouldn't have that in a coach. If you get a coach that's a good coach and those things come with it, that that's a bonus. But at the same time, I think your coach also needs to be the type of coach that can do uh, mid-game strategy shifts when things aren't working. I think you need to have a coach that's maybe not stubborn. Whatever. However you want to paraphrase this or, 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 or characterize it. So, something is missing. Uh, the, and Chris would know. Not that you could tell us. But, you know, I was talking to someone the other day that said rumors are we're going to have transfers at the end of the season. Uh, who knows if that's true. But what yeah. what in the world I'll is see. going on? That stuff always happens in the middle at the end of the year. I mean, we thought that. I would have never thought that Cam Lard would be playing for Iowa State this year at the end of last. I wouldn't freak out too much. I'm sure there will be. I mean, there always are. It's college basketball, you know. Well, I think especially with the way the second half of the yeah, season's like, gone, too. Like, especially with the new <clears throat> rules and stuff. Like, these guys, the transfer rates are going to skyrocket even more. I mean, that's just part of the deal. Can you, since you're the the insider here, without going into any specifics on – what you might know. I know everything. Can you, well, you probably do. Can you uh, guide us in the direction where you think the problem lies? From from what I've heard, and and by that I mean Twitter, and I'm talking about what the journalists are putting out there. Okay. Just say if you've just heard it from random You know, the the Travis Hines of the world and all of that. Oh, the guys that aren't doing their jobs? Yeah. (laughs) That's what what you're getting at? It, it, se- it, seem- it, it seems like – and here, here's the largest uh, – This is why I didn't want to come to the podcast today. Here, here's, here's the generalization of the day. Because <laughs> I'm serious with that comment. Yeah. Here's the, yeah, here's the overgeneralization of the day. Uh, it's a camaraderie problem, which, okay, that goes 10 layers deep. But truth to that simple statement, there's a problem with camaraderie on this team. I mean, I don't think that you have to be an insider to see that. Just watch them. You know? I mean, in a week span, or actually, let's, I mean, I talked about this in depth yesterday, so I don't want to bore the audience. I will come at it from a little different angle, but, I mean, you've lost four or five. There's a f- altercation on the court with teammates. There's an altercation in practice. When, when all those things happen individually, it's really not that big of a deal because things happen. But the problem is when you lump it all together, it's yeah. just really bad optics. And again, if that stuff happens in December, yeah, it's fine too. It's correct. It's, it's the, the team's f- building at that point. The fact but- that it's March <clears throat> is that's the problem. You know what this reminds me of? Um, didn't Paul Shirley tell us the same thing happened? Yeah, the um, his senior year. I, I thought about that yesterday. Like, and that was at Boise, right? When they went to Boise and lost. That was um, no. It was in Kansas City. I wasn't. It was in Kansas City before they played Baylor. When um, Eustachy had him into their hotel room, 
And, and so, he was like, I hate you guys. <laughs> I hate you guys, and I can't wait for this season to be over. Yeah, no, but, I don't think that's happening here. But, you know, I think, like, with the Jacobson deal, like, getting in um, THT the other day, it's like, I think Jacobson's, like, finally just fried. And he's just, you know, all these other guys, I think that – I really do think that all the younger guys are all looking at draft boards and stuff like that where – like Jacobson, THT. I think THT's fine. Like I really, I don't think he's a problem. But I think that he was just in the wrong place at the wrong time the other night. Yeah. And um, Mike's like, you know, this is the pinnacle of his basketball career. He's not going to play in the pros. Yeah. He's not. And he wants to make the best of it. And I think he probably is looking at it like you young punks are ruining this for me. And Mike really loves playing for Iowa State, too. Like, he wanted to play football at Iowa State, and they yeah. didn't offer him, and whatever. So he goes to Nebraska, comes back. I, I just think that we've seen with these transfers where they have, like, this last chance feel where they – I do think that they treat it differently than oftentimes freshmen yeah. and sophomores. And Iowa State has a lot of freshmen and sophomores. It really is a young basketball team. People don't like hearing that because it comes off as, like, an excuse. But the problem is – like you've you've got not they're young talented guys, but none of them are on the same page. And I think they were at one point in the year, and I don't know when that changed or why that changed. But there's no denying that a month ago they were one of the best teams in the country, and now it's yeah. completely off the rails. So, I mean, if I knew like the answer to it, then I wouldn't be sitting here with you guys. I can tell you that. Any, I, I think everybody's searching for the answer. Any speculation on what changed, or you have no clue at all? I mean, I think just all the flaws kind of just happen to come up at the at the same time. You know, like there's a bunch of there's little deficiencies all over the place, and you can usually cover one or two up. But then I I do think too. <clears throat> I think that um, Jake Sullivan was the first one to really point this out to me. But that Kansas game at Kansas, remember when um, the second half and Iowa State couldn't stop the dribble drive at all. I think that there's a little bit of basketball to this, too, where they got exposed in that yeah. game. And they just haven't – and I don't know. I mean, it certainly goes on prone. Adjustment-wise, I think you could – all the other stuff. Like the, I, I think that the guys – I think I, I know there were a couple guys on the team that were more concerned about mock drafts than – team there for a while mm-hmm. I think it's a combination I think everybody wants like when things go bad they want to like know what's wrong well sometimes there's like not an easy answer to that and it's four or five things that have kind of accumulated and become one that that would be my answer to it I do think that and not that it can't be repaired next season being a good season would obviously help but for the time being uh, Prohm's lost a lot of support well, yeah, I mean, and that happens when you lose. Like, I don't think that that's like breaking news. Yeah, but I think we went from make we love this guy. It felt this way to me. We love this guy. We have a great coach. To we have a bad coach really quick. You did that in a month. You think he's a bad coach now? I think. After I think a month. I think there's a lot of sentiment out there. I'm not saying I. I. I, I said that. There's a lot of sentiment out there that that yeah, he's not a good coach. And again, who am I going off of? Well, you go off people's opinions, right? And where do you see those? You see them on social media. So are they right? I'm not saying they're right. I'm what just do saying, you think? I'm asking what you think. I think that um, 
would I say he's a bad coach? No. Would I say that he's he does not do a great job apparently of of adjusting and calling timeouts in the right spot and diagramming and, and diagramming in in inbound plays i mean things like that some of the x's and o's i'd be like no he's not he's not good at that stuff he's very unconventional with the timeouts i've never understood that and i've never understood his subbing methods like it feels very random to me you know Mm -hmm. do i think wigginton should have been starting a long time ago over over a freshman um yeah i do especially a freshman that doesn't doesn't shoot you can say that now and i agree with you but a month ago when they're in the top 15 and they're in a top 12 in Ken Palm. Like, I could also see in a, a scenario where he changes things up and people kill him. because Why would you change what's it wasn't not broken? Bro. Yep. And I, So I think he was in a hard spot there. <clears throat> it's easy for us all to say now, looking yeah. back. And I, and I agree with that, by the way. I thought they should have started him when he first came back from injury. But then, like, I went on record – and I think it's okay to change your mind because things happen. Like, I loved – when they were really clicking, it was great having Lindell and Lard off the bench. Like, it, it, it was like you're plugging in, like, a whole new look, and, and it was really screwing with teams. And then it, it just clearly yeah. – but I, I just th- – I think that's a little hard for me to kill him on that just because they were in the top 15. You know, like what – there was a, a I think I I know the fans and they would have killed him for changing a friend of mine not, a, what's already working. A friend of mine uh posed a theory to me um without without knowledge without insight knowledge but just that Prome might have lost the team back when he didn't uh start Wigington when he came back and the theory of that is Wigington got hurt. You know, the guy could have left last year, yeah. didn't, comes back, that's good for the school. The guy gets hurt, not his fault, and essentially loses his starting role as one of the best guys on the team, and the coach never puts him back in. Yeah, I think that um, that all has to do with more than just basketball. In fact, I know that. Like, how are you How are you acting um, off the court with your teammates? How are, are you, you know, that type of stuff. That well, has to do with that. Well, and that falls back into what uh, – my brother was the one that posted it the other day, and he took a little bit of heat for it. I, I, tend, I agreed with him. I, I agreed with, with his take, which was the uh, when Bab went down, uh, the video of that, and Wigginton just kind of <laughs> looks at him and walks away. It looked terrible. Never even went over to, like, yeah. you no, know. It and, looked and, horrible. And you've seen plenty of times where two, three teammates run over to, like, yeah, it check horrible. on you. How you doing? I hear you. And that looked bad. And then, uh, you know, I – I didn't hear too much uh, feedback on it, but the other one, uh, the other night, was Lard laughing when we were getting, yeah, you know, bulldozed on the road. That was horrible. That 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 it's, it's, it's that rubs looks, yeah. me wrong because I always hated losing when I was playing, and I wouldn't have been in that good of a mood. Oh yeah, you got at, brought up to me last point. week, by the way, during the combine. Somebody texted me sure about your uh, four three forty, yeah, that you ran, Back and like, the, man, no, Charter would be faster than all these guys here. At the he still combine. got it. Back in the day. By the way, no one ever claimed four three. That that became you said a, four three. No, no way. Four two. Four two that, nine. that became four two nine. That's that's a gray lie that that grew. <laughs> Just saying to, ep, to epic proportions. Somebody was watching the combine and they're like, "Wow, Charter's faster than all these guys." <laughs> that's definitely not true. You know, I am faster than, and I believe this. Although I didn't see the official time, uh, Rich Eisen 
I think. <laughs> well, there you go. Rich Rich Eisen. How old is he? Fifty. Rich Eisen usually runs like a six, just right around a six. You know. Yeah. I could not believe, by the way. Speak. I was watching the uh, quite a bit of the combine. I wonder what I would run these days. It'd be bad. I, don't know. I, I would definitely. <laughs> I don't want to know. I'd break like an Achilles, or <laughs> you know what I was thinking the other day because when you picture it, um, broad jump is uh, you just stand in one spot and see how far yeah, out yeah. you can jump. And uh, the guys that are really good are doing like ten feet, roughly. And in your mind, you go, "That's not that far." Yeah, that doesn't seem much. I could probably do that. And then, it, like, I want to lay out a tape measure and see if I can even do five feet at at age forty. It's, it'd probably be pretty ugly. You got to land it too, right? I was trying my vertical the other day unofficially, and I f- literally felt like I pulled my shoulder muscle as I reached up <laughs> above God. my head. It was it was absolutely. Uh, horrendous. I understand. But some of these humans, though, in the combine. They're freaks, man. Oh, my God, dude. There was a guy. Who was the guy that's uh, 300 pounds? He was, uh, uh, oh, D, was it was a D-lineman, right? There's a D-lineman so, for someone yeah. that's over 300 pounds and ran like a 449 four, four, or 4.5 four, four, or something like that, 40. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. And then I saw why... Uh, uh, Hakeem Butler won't be the first wide receiver picked. I wish he would be, but uh, you said uh, DK Metcalf guy for the Ole Miss, Ole Miss guy. He's total freak show. Holy yeah. balls, dude! Yeah. Total freak show. <laughs> Off the charts in everything that he did. Does it make you like long for a greater day when you watch that, knowing that you were right there with those guys? Oh, totally point? right there. I was six foot three. <laughs> Back, you know, I was two, I was also two twenty eight. Could. Uh, 225. How many times? He did it 27 times. Uh, I don't know how many times I did 225. I could certainly, I used to do 225. He probably did more in that one set than I've done in my entire life combined. Um, Bench was never my thing. The most I ever benched in my life was 285. That was it. It was not, just not my thing, man. You should have tried steroids. It's all the rage. Did you? I, well, I did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, true story. I didn't. I didn't do it to try steroids. Um, it was just a social experiment. No, there was a there was a an ad in a magazine. Peer pressure. Uh, there was an ad in a fitness magazine for uh, product. Just like there's lots of ads for different products in there, and oh. one of them was called. Um, I think it was called Stenendial. I believe it was. It was made by. I remember that sounds really illegal. No, get this though. It was made by uh, uh, German American Technologies. So don't put that in your body. So I'm like, okay, it's it's advertised. It's advertised in the. It's advertised in the magazine, right? It's like you know, it's in a a real magazine, so it's got to be a legit product. Hans and Franz. This is what I'm thinking. At the time, I was probably probably 19 or 20. I think it was in college. Uh, Pretty sure I was in college. And I think it was summer, and I was just lifting because, you know, cared, cared about what the body looked like. And uh, started taking this I stuff. Mean, started taking this stuff. Hans and Franz. Uh, and it was not an injection. It was just a powder. <laughs> That's a terrible sign, Mark. So I started taking the stuff, and, just I, I, no, and I noticed, like, how are, okay, the workouts. the first time we've heard this I, I, I noticed the workouts are, are pretty, pretty easy, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and... And uh, I start noticing, like, other people, I'd be around people. It's the summer. I had my shirt off. And people would say things like, Jesus, man. You know, like, what are you doing? Like, that type of stuff. And I hadn't thought much of it at the point other than I'm just taking a supplement. So the supplement's working. So I was at home for the summer, I think. My mom 
uh, was worried. Did about you have me. like pimples all over your back? And no, no, like no. But I noticed like I had a lot of energy. Was was there shrinkage? I had a, no. I had a lot of energy, and I was and I was super horny. That's what I remember. Really? Yeah. Is it, uh, interesting. because I think it, well, it affects testosterone, yeah. obviously. Um, I remember being really horny, but had nothing to do with you being a nineteen. But my mom, male. my my mom, <laughs> just lifting weights all day. Oh. Hopefully, hopefully I'm hopefully I'm remembering the story correctly. But my mom ended up uh, stealing some of the stuff and uh, taking it out to Iowa State and asking them to uh, test it to see what it was. And I, I didn't know she were was you, doing this. Were you like yelling at your mom a lot? Was there <laughs> I, was rage? Pro- I was probably snapping at her a little bit. <laughs> like, did you? In hindsight, it probably was something. Something triggered. Like moms always know, dude. She's probably like, God, my son's. What is? Why is Mark on edge? Sure he's I never raging all day. I never had trouble putting on muscle, but now I was like putting it on, you know, a lot. And uh, so she took it out to a lab at Iowa State. I don't know, some one of the science departments. <laughs> And they tested it, and they're like, yeah, that's steroids. So uh, she told me, you're taking steroids. And I honestly didn't know I was taking steroids. Wow. Were you competing at and this being, point? And being at that age, being at that age, I, I remember thinking, oh, well, I don't really care. But I, I did stop. I didn't take did it Did you just, much. like, was it like letting the air out of a balloon after no, the steroids? I, no, I mean, I'm 40 now, so I don't even recall what, what happened. But <laughs> but I remember the name of the product. I remember... Hans uh, and Franz? Uh, no, Stenendial. Stenendial, uh, German-American technology. Where did you buy it from? Did your chesties start to I, grow? I bought it through it? the magazine. Like Oh, it, okay. Like they, there was an ad in Just the magazine. Mail order. I didn't mail, know if it was like... Mail order is the way to go. Yeah, they mailed it to me. So they could still make the stuff for all I know. I'll, I'll look it up here as we're talking, but... <laughs> So yeah, so apparently were, I was on steroids. Were you still? But were you I did still not do it on purpose. Actively running in school track stuff. Uh, this well, would have been likely after. I think I was back at Iowa State and I wasn't. Okay. I wasn't doing anything anymore. German. I got to look. So it, it doesn't matter that you took steroids then. No, no, no. no. I, when I got into my really big workout kick, I do it every spring. Like once I get off the road, like then I I work out four or five days a week, and then football will start, and then I'll lose all self control, and it's a process that i'm on but i I started taking some stuff from like complete nutrition last year and it was a similar type of feeling in the sense that all of a sudden like lifting weights just came like twice as easy like it was it was the craziest deal and i was worried like i was sitting there like fretting at night you know like my anxiety i'm lying in bed i'm like oh my god oh my god i'm I'm on hgh i'm taking steroids i'm destroying what you just described was like a, a nightmare yeah to me more because we were trying to have a baby, and they can like kill your your boys. Yeah, you know the boys it can affect all that. Oh yeah, yeah. The boys don't swim as well. So I this, my, uh, this might this might be a, this is pill form. This might have been what it is. Again, guys, this is I'm not trying to give you the wrong information. I'm going off of I'll something the, that was 20 years ago. Just order. I looked the it up. Subject here. So Stenendial. I found something. Stenendial. I think that's it. It looks like it still exists out there. This one's three three different uh, three different bottles. German American Technology Stin and Dial. This is probably exactly what I took. Uh, and yeah, it sure as hell worked like a steroid. So I not recommend taking it. Although it worked if you're looking to put on some some muscle mass. Speaking of drugs, let's try it out. Did you guys see the David Irving deal last night? Yeah. Uh, I did not see it, but I've heard a lot about it today. A little. Little, Former little cloudy in there, wasn't it? Former clone. So he's quitting NFL? Yeah, he's quitting NFL That's... so he can smoke marijuana. He went on Instagram Live and 
Can we all agree that the marijuana laws are ridiculous, though? Like, he has a point. He's a total idiot in this video, but he, he is right. I mean... I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, he is right. Like, he's like, how often do you see an NBA player get... The, like, well, you're right. It never happens. Never happens with UFC. Never happens. He has a point. It's just he's so stupid in the way he comes across yeah. and getting the point across. It it makes him look ignorant. So what was he saying? What was the gist of the video? He's smoking weed and... Basically saying like, and he and again he's right. He's he's naming off all these like painkillers that these NFL teams will pump into their guys so they mm-hmm. can keep going. He's like, oh yeah, but but if I have a a joint of this, like then you're gonna suspend me and all this stuff. Like, yeah. I would say like ninety percent of what he said. Like I I could sit there and go, yeah, he, he actually is. He's on to something here. It wasn't what he said. It was how he said it. <laughs> but he's like, I mean, Nick's right. Like, there's just like a cloud of marijuana dust all around him dust. behind. And he's just like, uh. you know, he's pretty stoned in it. And he's basically just saying he's mother effing the NFL because of their drug policies. I have a problem with the NFL's drug policy or any sports drug policy concerning marijuana because it's not performance enhancing. It, it, it's like, do they ban these players from smoking cigarettes? Uh, no, they can smoke cigarettes. It's it's unhealthy for them to do that, and they know that. Isn't it more unhealthy to smoke cigarettes? It, than it marijuana? probably is. My point is like, that was a rumor. What, what what does what does a dude smoking pot in his living room uh, have to do with how he, what he's doing on the field so on Sunday? Kinda, I, his point, I don't get the correlation. I, I and is it was really fuzzy, and it was hard to understand. Like some of the video, but I think his point was this is what I take to like cope with pain yeah. because it's a medical deal. Yeah. And I'd rather do this instead of like you injecting me with all these painkillers. Yeah. But I get suspended because this is my choice. And it's like, well, again, David, you might be right, but it is a law. And like, you know, I think that I should be able to drive – 65 and a 55 but if i get pulled over like just because i had that belief the cop's not gonna let me go right like laws are laws unfortunately right so is that where the nfl is getting their like suspension worthiness from because then if you had a drastic speeding ticket or a dui you should well you get suspended for duis now don't you yeah the nfl i think so i don't know it's it, it is interesting though and then the whole all the Visha stop sign jokes were inevitable <laughs> yes. at that point. I'll never forget that night either. Plugged in the old police scanner and listening to it. Uh, you had one? Well, you, you had the, There's an app. Oh, okay. there's a, yeah. And my wife and I were lying in bed like a couple of um, fresh out of college yet aging middle-agers and we're listening to the just absolute debauchery going on yes. up at Court Avenue. And I, I'll, I, I never forget. We were lying in bed listening to this, and I went and got a beer. I was like, may as well join in on the fun a little bit. Listen to that, please, Chatter's always. Uh, stop Lim- sign. Lim- stop, stop sign. Uh, stolen. Six foot what, seven what? African American male is carrying a stop sign around. Oh, it's David Irving. <laughs> Chris is living vicariously through him in his bed. Uh, notif- not- notify the Tribune. Psst. <laughs> um, yeah, the. Uh, by the way, so here, here's something. First part that comes to mind, um, 
in what we posted here. Someone, uh, Jake Voss, posted uh, someone else's. Voss. What player from your rival school did you actually enjoy watching them play? So a former Hawkeye. Let's well any any rival of Iowa State. My favorite Hawkeye to watch ever was Chris Kingsbury back in the day. Really? He'd I'd, shoot those threes from like half court. Yeah. He was awesome. He was not bad. I liked uh, uh, Luke Recker yeah, back when he, he was, played. He was a nice liked, kid. Another guy I wa- watched. This is going way Jeff back Settles now. would be my number one, though. He's my boy. If I, I went if I went back to uh, – if, if I considered Kansas a rival of Iowa State, which I do in, in, in basketball, um, I was always a Jock Vaughn fan. Oh, yeah. Jock? He, remember he wore a rubber band yeah. on his wrist? Remember that? Yeah. Do you have one I back? used to see those teams up close a lot because – one of my best friends had a was friends with his family was friends with Ray friends and yeah we get to like go and like get all the autographs and stuff after the games and it was fun Rafe you guys you guys totally blindsided me because the tweet itself has to do with football oh something like football then all of a sudden you go basketball and I'm like whoa wait who Jess he played he played football too no I mean, oh no obviously for football yeah for Iowa State so I, I like I, I liked, like wa- I, I liked watching Tim Dwight because he was small and white Iowa had like fun little running backs there for a while like Freddie Russell was fun um Tavian Banks yeah they had like Timmy Dwight like all the, the that era they had fun little players I mean they were fun to watch what about you Nick do you I could name a million Big Drew. 12 players, though. Like, I love Big 12 football. Like, it's my favorite thing. Like, I could watch any team play and, and enjoy it. Like, we were so blessed to watch Baker Mayfield up close as long is, as we is did. Is Baker your fave? He's one of my favorite players of all time. You know, I, Charter had a shot at getting an autographed card of his. <laughs> you asked but me. instead he got ripped off. You asked oh, me what man. Iowa State's missing. They're missing their Baker Mayfield. And I'm not even talking about, like, like their, um, like, physically. I'm, I'm talking basketball. Yeah. They need an alpha, man. Yeah. They well, don't yeah. have a dude. And I think Jacobson was trying to be that the other night, but it's March 6th. <laughs> like, I, I told yeah. the story to you guys before, the Melvin Edgem. Chucking a basketball yeah. at Jordan Rayleigh's head story. They need that guy. But it's not like, so George. We need Wigginton to be that guy. Everybody points won't. to George and says George was that guy. Naz was that guy. And I'm not disputing that. They probably were those guys. But. They learned at from what, Melvin. At what point, though, does it happen? At what Someone has to stand up at a practice and say, this is my team. Yeah. And everyone else has to believe it. <laughs> Right, well, you can't just say it's your team right. and no one's buying in. You know, I actually read a really good um, piece about this about how leaders. You can't stand up and say I'm a leader. Like you're, you people innately have to believe in you. Yeah, and you have to instill that in them. Yeah, and I don't see a guy on. I you know I think that all of those freshmen can be. Yeah. I know Tyrese can be. Tht's a good kid. Like that's the only thing I didn't like about the Jacobson thing is I think the wrong guy was on the receiving end of it. If it would have been Jacobson doing that to Wigginton, yeah. I would have been a lot more comfortable with watching that. Dude, Halliburton, if he continues to play well, is is easily the next George Naz because of personality. Yeah, absolutely. And the THC fans, can fans be that. Love the Condit, too. All those guys. Yeah. All those young kids on Iowa State's team. That's why the one thing I hate about all this is, like, the the future really is bright if they can keep it together. Like it really is, but like people are just losing their minds, and I and I get it. Well, that's the big if, yeah. Can they keep it together? Um, and I, I'm at the point too, like the 
Um, the Wigginton deal, like it, it's sad because I don't know. Like I, I with you, Mark. If it were if I were the coach, knowing what we know, I would have. I wouldn't have waited at all. I would have put him back in because Halliburton would have been fine coming off the yeah. bench because he's a team guy. It's just, you know, Mark, you have different realtors. You have to talk to Bensie different than you have to talk to Nick. I mean, I have to talk to Jared differently than I have to talk with Rob. That's just kind of what managing is. And um, I feel like maybe and, – and, and it's not a great indictment on Wigginton, unfortunately, but certain guys are better off the bench than others, and some of them will pout because of it. And I think we're probably seeing some of that. Yeah. But I don't know. Hopefully they can pull it all together. Believe it or not, Tech's a great matchup for Iowa State as far as matchups go. But, I mean, they're playing for a Big 12 title, and Iowa State's spinning out of control. So I don't know how anybody would pick the clones. It's kind of the point now where you just <clears> – <throat> nothing surprises you. Yeah. They could lose by 20. They could win by 20. Be like, oh, okay. I would not be shocked they, if they won it all on Saturday. Um, but even I, really if, I think wouldn't. even if they win now, I don't think people have a lot of hopes for next weekend. No. You know? So I'm going down. Nick was asking me earlier about forecast, and, like, our habit here is to overpromise and underdeliver. <laughs> We're pretty – pretty damn good at that nailed it so, where are you so, staying what hotel uh we're at the plaza again we're always somewhere down at the plaza but anyway so we're going thursday morning uh are to you watch, going to the to, game to watch the game yeah so you're gonna leave thursday morning leave thursday at seven yeah we'll be down there okay plenty of time um i'm a wednesday night guy it's the best night in kansas city what yeah Why? So everyone's still jacked well everybody's yeah. there yeah. And every like you haven't had a chance to lose. That's the most. You haven't had a chance to lose. Yeah. So uh, so the question the qu- the question as it pertains to the forecast is uh, uh, obviously dependent upon Iowa State. If Iowa State loses uh, at eleven thirty on Thursday morning, uh, that changes the whole direction of the weekend for a lot of people down there. A lot yeah. of people. So, I'm going to stay no matter what. I'm staying with my family. So. Uh, so I don't know if it's uh, – we'll, we'll obviously figure it out, but I don't know if it's a hotel forecast or a this, no, or, or no forecast. Or we'll Nick, figure it out. Nick was thinking about driving down, so – Just to do the forecast? I am a team player. Jesus. Well, and get some of that Kansas City warmth. It's supposed to be like 49 <laughs> degrees when we're – Is it? Yeah, it's not going to be very warm. Yeah. Highs the best the, of the years when it's like 70. When, Wednesday, I think 60. Really? And then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday is like in the 40s. Okay. So, yeah. So pa- enjoy- pack one pair of shorts just in case. I agree with you though. When Iowa State is good, when Iowa State is good and winning, and when the weather is in the seventies or eighties in Kansas City, that is a great place to be. Hey, regardless, it's still better than last year. What was last year? You just knew that you were the ten seed. Like you had no chance. Yeah, but the problem with this year is they showed what they can do. Like everyone was willing right, to right. sit out the year last year, you know, and they got our hopes up. And who did we lose to last year? Everyone. No, like in the tournament. Was it Oklahoma? I don't remember. I don't know. I would have been there. I just remember going to it knowing that the season was over. The good news, Cyclone fans. Because I was up in Sioux Falls and I went to Otzelberg. I didn't even go to media day last year there because I knew that it didn't matter. Is there a chance that um, Iowa State plays Kansas in the first round? Yes. If if Baylor wins at Fog Allen on Saturday. They lost to Texas last year. Texas, okay. All right, so if Baylor wins, which they could – uh, against Kansas, then, then Iowa State would play Kansas, and uh, at least then, even if we lose, we at least get to play Kansas, which is an exciting game. So tickets are actually relatively cheap. They are right for now. that session. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna guess the Big Twelve doesn't want that one right away. Yeah, that would be disastrous. The lower level tickets, I went on and looked uh, yesterday when I bought some. Lower level tickets are uh, in the 60s, 
upper level, I think, was in the 30s to start. And that's that's cheap, yeah, that especially is cheap. if Iowa State plays Kansas. That's really cheap. So if you plan to go, grab a ticket now. Yeah, and then do, and you, do it. Do it before you find out Kansas is playing, because then the yeah, cost will go point. up. So uh, no, I'll go. I, I look forward to it. Um, do you think Kansas fans are in the same kind of mind, state of mind as Iowa State fans yeah, right now? Yeah, yeah, I think like, so. Uh, not, we might go to the tournament. We might just make the they're trip. Not, over they're not the wondering day. if their coach is any good. <laughs> they're not wondering about that, but. It's uh, the big loser in this season, this basketball season right now, is Kansas City, the actual uh, power and light district, man. When Kansas is good and Iowa State is good. Yeah, but it's not inconceivable that those t- either of those two teams could do something. <laughs> Be there at the end. Uh, you know, it's like, it's it, not inconceivable based on what we <clears throat> just witnessed. It yeah, seems. it's improbable, but yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. But I no, still, I, there still won't be any Bush the, lights the last, over. The last thing. Kansas State, though, is the one seed, which is. Good for Kansas City. The last thing, though, that Kansas City wants, and you chuckle at the thought of it, but it happens, is a uh, final involving Baylor and Texas Tech at the Big 12 championship because the turnout is just yeah poopy, dude. It's just people just poopy. So I'm they at least go. want K-State. I'm going to go to the championship no matter what. I'm Are you? I'm forward to it, yeah. I'm just going to stick around and take the kid to the Lego land, do a bunch of stuff like that, and then Saturday I'm just going to – I already have my hotel and just get Where are you staying? I think we're st- um the Crown Plaza, Sheraton. I th- I, I honestly don't know. My you wife st- you, you stayed there before. Yeah. That's where we did the fall. Before. Oh, yes. Nice uh nice setup down there. Yeah. It's it's okay. We the media hotels at the Marriott, but I my family's staying at another place, so that's that's why I decided to go there. But anyways, when you say my family, my dude, my whole family's going to be there. They're all, right. all going this year, and that's why I want the clones to just win one game. My parents are going, my in-laws are going, my brother and sister-in-law and their family's going, and then my wife and daughter. Uh-huh. So it's a whole deal. It's a whole <laughs> deal. <coughs> Sorry. Speaking of a whole big deal, uh, we even had the podcast since the uh, little football party we had last week. That was fun. Yeah, did you enjoy that? Yeah, I'm glad you guys put that together. Schmat Schmamble. How did that go, by the way? I had to leave great. before... Uh, it was packed. Schmatt Schmamble showed up. Did he wow the crowd? I don't know. Did he wow the crowd, Nick? Yeah. Uh, the person that wowed the crowd even more, though, is sitting on this uh, this podcast right here. Uh, I was Stella seriously this morning was yelling Chris. Really? And I was like, who the hell is Chris? And I remember like after that thing, like th- that night and the next day, she kept saying your name. She just kept wanting to see Chris. She wanted to see Chris. She's my girl. Up there on the stairs. She was, hey, Chris. That's my girl. And she was yelling at this morning. And I was like, who the hell is Chris? And then there you go. That's my girl Stella right there, man. Yeah, Uh, it was fun. It's a fun event. I love that staff. Manning's back. They they seem just real chill dudes. Yeah, they are. What? I said Manning back in the house. He was there. He spoke. uh, I told him not to screw up our quarterback. (laughs) (laughs) All those guys have such, like, normal personalities. Like, yeah, they're very. Most coaches, you know, they they give the co- the coach talk, right? And they go, the worst oh, ever was Mark Mangino. <laughs> Mark Mangino, it the I think he only went to one of those. I think I was. Oh my at gosh. the one that was that was at um, uh, the bar. It was down at the cake stand. Cake stand. I remember Mangino that. like sat at this table by himself and basically just like growled at anybody that would come near him. <laughs> yeah, he it was w- horrible. 
He looks like he did look a lot like the uh, Danny DeVito penguin oh, character man, from Batman. <laughs> I had so That's many people awesome. come up to me and be like, "God, Mangino is a dick." <laughs> What's this guy's problem? <laughs> he would not talk to anybody at well, those things. Clearly, based on his tweeting, he is a dick. Oh, gosh, I had, no, I had no a question about him. I had did you unfollow him? him? Yeah, I, I, I'm not doing. You it didn't anymore. want to keep on what? Huh? So I've been doing a thing um, where I'm just unfollowing people right now. It's very liberating. Are I you, love it. If are, I see one thing and like I'm like I'm not sure who that is, boom, unfollow. Like you're becoming Pollard, dude. No, not he's not blocking. blocking. I don't want to. Are you muting? Oh, I've been muting people for years. But you don't block unless it's like vulgar stuff. Okay. Do a lot of people post vulgar stuff? Yeah, on nights like Wednesday, yeah, they do. do actually, they? yeah, absolutely. I keep seeing raunchy stuff thanks to Jamil McKay. I guess you oh, like, I still follow him. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? I got to keep an eye on like, Jamil. Jamil, Jamil liked, liked something, and then oh, it's, it's like, like erotica? Yeah. Yeah. Adult films? Yeah. Like, what the hell? I can scroll through Twitter and see nothing like that, and then all of a sudden, boom, like, yep, Jamil. Anybody know it. what his uh, Twitter handle is? <laughs> yeah. It's just like, I, and part of me is like, does Jamil know that when he likes it, it's going out to the world that he likes it? Is he aware of this? No, I actually have a very good like on the medium itself. Yeah. Um, basically, I, I've gotten to the point where I feel like Chris I'm, Williams still follows me, so I haven't said anything to I feel like off. I'm following too many people. <clears throat> yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. So I've started to purge. And Otherwise, there's so much random noise that just correct. flies through on every and little it, tweet. I'm not getting enough out of the medium that I, that I once, that I once was. So like if it, if it's not like a personal friend or if it's not like a work-related thing, I'm generally unfollowing right now. I feel I feel good about it. Like, it just makes – I feel a lot less – I'm, I'm I bet the, I've unfollowed 500 people in the last, like, week. Wow. I'm going in the opposite direction where, like, oh, you're adding, all the random stuff is to how my brain already works. So it's just, like, it's feeding my soul. You're there. adding to your portfolio? Yeah. What like you, right now, I'm looking for more like race car kind of stuff. Like I want Spring to get here. I want I want to hear just like watch a sprint car, take a couple of laps, and just start following those people and injecting that into my veins. I get it. Meanwhile, apparently my my brother's not following Tommy anymore. Or block Tommy. I don't yeah. know what's going on with that. Haven't They've heard had any, a long history together. Haven't heard any. I thought they were back together, but apparently they're back off now. I don't know what's going on. Unfollow. You're doing it right now as oh, we yeah. speak. Oh, yeah. I'm unfollowing people right now. Unfollow. So how many people do you follow? What's your count at? Uh, hold on. Let me see here. Let me roll it up Do you here. ever look at people and just go, they're kind of elitist? I'm, I'm following 2,389. Oh, so it's not like I, I'm not an elitist. I need to trim it down. It's gotten out of hand. Yeah. That is. Like, your feed is just. It's nonstop. Have, well, it's just no flow either. With that many people and different topics yeah, and stuff, it's just. Taking care of business, man. Do you feel like, in a lot of ways, Twitter uh, is not good for anxiety? It's horrible for anxiety. If, if, oh. if you're the type of person, and I'm not this person, but if you're the type of person, I know a lot of these people that don't uh, like can't go to sleep unless their inbox is at zero <laughs> for emails every night. <laughs> then Twitter has to just destroy you because you get you could be like, okay, I'm going to catch up on Twitter, and then you catch up, and then you like hit refresh. And there's and a like, crap load more show up, dude. Yeah, you you, just, you're never caught up yeah. with Twitter. Yeah, no, you just want to scream. <laughs> I think it's like, I can't catch up. That's how. It is not that possible. Little, that that little dot always pops back up. 
That effing dot. <laughs> yeah, I know. Mother of God. Well, I'm, I'm proud of you for unfollowing people. And it's not like a, oh, F you type thing, but it's like, do I really need to follow this sixth reporter from the Washington Post? Do you feel like, or, did, did you feel no. um, an obligation <laughs> when people follow you? Were you giving them a sympathy follow back? Sometimes, yeah. So you can't do that. No, I know. And if you're nice, you're like, I got to do that because it, otherwise I'm a dick. But not if you don't care what they have to say. Well, like my whole deal is I use it. It's a To me, it's not a communication it's it's not a like a personal thing. It's a work tool. Yeah. So like my personal Facebook page, which I'm friends with both of you, I use for like family and friends and stuff. Well, then I have my like work one that I don't post any of that stuff to. Right. Well, this this Twitter one is like I use it for work. So if I follow you and you're just posting garbage throughout Iowa State games or whatever, and it's flooding my feed, yeah. like that's where it becomes problematic for me. Yeah. It's not personal. The people That's where I've gotten annoyed with, like, the media members. Not the media members themselves, but how many different media people oh, are. Oh, yeah, I get it. So every time there's a three-pointer made, I see it eight times. I hate live tweeting, you know? man. It's a pet peeve of mine. That, Nobody that- likes live tweeting. Yeah. Unless you have an account that's specified. But then you like- got the one guy's like, oh, I got a wedding today. Can live tweet to be appreciated? And then... Then it starts all over again. Yeah, and then like it, it you just stroking egos at that point. Stroking something. <laughs> I I don't. Uh, I'm glad I don't overtweet. Like, and by overtweet, I mean the podcast account doesn't overtweet occasionally. Yeah, occasionally we try to keep it light and snarky though. Have you um, <laughs> have you been, being that you're upset with Prome right now? Have you sent the one to Director <laughs> Pollard? I I can't send it to him, dude. I'm blocked. You don't think that Prom should be fired, though, right? No, okay. no I'm not. No, because he's about I'm, to go to his third NCAA tournament in four years. Oh yeah, but they weren't his players. No, I'm not saying that because obviously he's recruited. He's, he's recruited um, some good players. Yeah, um, I'll say this though: they did over. They did underachieve that first year. Yeah, they I some. should. That was a. I mean, the Sweet Six team is like worst case scenario. I, I do think that we need. They had some high hopes. I, I do think that if he has some weaknesses, although Nas went down, so that. He needs to shore up his weaknesses. Oh, everybody does that in any form of life. I completely agree. But hopefully he recognizes it. You know, the so, fact that, like, oh, I didn't know timeouts worked like that. Do like, you think, I guess I'll like, rethink it. What do you want from him at this point? Do you want him to come out after the season and be like, hey, guys, I really I really botched that season. I, You know, like, because there are people there are yeah, people calling yeah, for the I, change, right? I They're calling pe- essentially for him to be fired. Yeah, I think people, right? people all they really want – Whatever it is, whether it's a coach or a business or or anything, is just transparency. Dog hairs all over. When you smell like cat food, I think I think it's transparency, Nick. That's what it is. It's it's guys. I you know what? Uh, Four weeks ago, uh, the team kind of lost its way. No, okay. And and that's and that's on me. I take responsibility after the game, though. Like he, I I feel like he has been doing that. He's, He's hinting at something. Yeah. The outside is getting in. What the hell does that mean, I, dude? I just, like, I, I think Prome, if anything, like, makes too big of a deal out of small things. Like, I think that he actually is too transparent to some degree. That would be my argument. It's just, what was he saying about God, too, in the I, comments the other day? Oh, I don't, I don't the know. The post games. In that, he was talking about, uh, I don't know, Birch posted it. I think it was, like, it. his faith in God and, like. I mean, if if I'm the coach of a team and things are spiraling, I'm going to tell you guys one thing i'm gonna try and fix it first yeah and then i'll be transparent with you guys later yeah so I, did, I just gotta hope that he's doing that maybe after the season i'll come out and you know kind of recap a little bit more in depth i think the average fan just wants some answers how do you yeah. go from looking like a great team 
to uh, being mentioned in the uh, you're in the top sixteen uh, when that first bracket was announced. Uh, fans are thinking this is a Sweet Sixteen team. We're rolling all those things to all of a sudden looking like a shell of that team very quickly. That doesn't just happen unless there is something to it typically, yeah. right? And you can say, well, our defense sucks and we can't rebound, so that's what happened. Okay, but we were winning before that, so so what really changed? Well, that is the truth, though. But like like, you, I, said, like I, you get scouted, you get exposed. Like a, just you... a s- straight basketball sense, like I think they got exposed, and I don't think that they've been – Guys, I'm really sorry I brought it back to this. That's okay. We've already, but like their offense though, like directly is correlated. There's direct correlation with the defense, and their defense has gone from like 19th in Kim Palm to 60th in a month, which is a big drop. Is it effort though? Is oh, effort I absolutely think there's effort problems. Yeah. All right, boys, have a great weekend. You too. Anybody got anything else? Maybe, uh, maybe we'll see some people next week. Ryan Grove, we're going to see you. Well, you know what? Ryan Grove might not go to Iowa or to oh, Kansas like City. Oh, Fairweather fan? Uh, he's a little frustrated right now. But he's, he's, he's thinking about not going just because of well, losing? Well, you know how much he likes basketball, too. Ryan it's Grove's the, a huge basketball. Huge, huge fan. And uh, he's frustrated right now. So I'll work on Ryan. We'll try to get him down there next week. But in the meantime, cheer him up by calling him to help uh, buy or sell house. Up in Ames, Ryan's at uh, Hunziker. Good dude. Hans Eicher. Loyal. He, he, is, he is a loyal Iowa State fan, although he's a frustrated Iowa State fan. He doesn't sound very loyal right now. That's okay. Loyal son's forever true. I hate it when people say, like, uh, as soon as you ha- don't like something, you're no longer loyal. That's ridiculous. You can be upset. Ryan's upset, but okay. Ryan still knows how to you, you made buy it, or sell house. You painted the different picture. He's is, upset. Is Ryan upset about the taco time thing? Uh, and do we have any actual uh, answers yeah, on that? They're closing at the end of March. That they're closing, but then there's also rumors that they're just firing it up at a different location no, now. And maybe like so the, there's the, not. The, I think there's a lot of turmoil. The franchise there. rights are for sale. Okay. It's one of the stranger franchises I've ever seen. There's five locations nationwide. Three in Wyoming, one in Illinois. One Mark, in you Iowa. should buy it. I don't want to buy it. Uh, restaurant biz would suck. It should go right there, right, right across the village road. in. We make dude. a killing. Let's go, dude. Can they ta- sell pies? Here's the thing, though. If I told if I told you, Williams, here's a business you could buy. Not in this, not in the current building, uh, because the building sucks and it's going to be torn down. But you could buy this business that's existed in this town for 51 years. You know it made money. You don't exist that long if you're not profitable. If you're not doing something, somebody should go buy the rights to Taco Time and reopen it in Ames. This is not or a anywhere. hard decision. This is like. Asked to see their books and make it happen. So hopefully somebody does reopen Taco Time, and I think they will. Uh, but I don't think they have immediate plans to reopen. So my mom, by the way, that went, is the in-depth analysis people tune in. My for. mom, by the uh, uh, the other day, went and bought some uh, crispy burritos, and she said someone there told them someone came in and bought a thousand of them <laughs> uh, to deep freeze. So that would have been probably twenty five hundred dollars. Well, that at least that screenshot that? I sent you. That guy's a huge hawk fan. Like he probably doesn't find himself in Ames very often, very often. and he was bothered enough that he sent a message to corporate asking if he could buy a bunch. You know, so yeah. anyway. it's affecting everybody. Man, we botched that ending. We were supposed to be off the air by now. All right, qu- I think he stopped recording. So no, we're recording. <laughs> All right, go ahead, go ahead and do it for real this time. All right, I'm going to do it now. Go Cyclones. <laughs>